Wags and Fresh podcast. Here we come, coming in hot. That was an old one we used to use, I think. Now we're uh, hit play. Today we're going to talk about the brain. Everybody has one, and we want to make sure that you are using it to your advantage because there are things that we know about the brain that can cause it to work against us. And I'd heard from an interesting podcast something about the brain, and Justin and I are going to discuss that today. And Justin is on the road in Houston. Yeah, I'm in Houston, Texas. Been here all week. Um, yeah, it's been uh, been a very uh, interesting week. Got cold here. Uh, it was in the 40s at some point. Um, so uh, a very unusual uh, weather. But uh, yeah, so let's jump into this. Uh, I didn't have an opportunity to listen to that podcast, so I'll be, I'll be uh, as uh, in, you know excited first to time hear caller, what, what, first yeah, time listener. <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. Um, but but I do understand. I think where you're coming from. Not just what you feed it, you know, literally the chemicals you ingest and put in your body to feed it, but also what what information are you feeding it? And and obviously we see a lot of that and a lot of that's kind of coming up in conversations, you know, as it relates to technology and how much we're feeding it, um, you know, this, these sort of s- snippets of information and, you know, sound bites and uh, memes and, you know gifts and all this stuff it's like sort of everything is in a uh is in bite-sized form um and 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 unfortunately that could be there could be unforeseen consequences for that so that's not i'm sure what you're where you're going with this but i I think that's one of the things i thought about when we discussed the topic a little bit well interesting enough on joe rogan um he was talking to um norton and um i saw that one yeah so he was talking about how you know we, we we underestimated people. They do enjoy good conversations in long form and, and following a story. So, or at least he expressed it to me in a way that I felt that he was right. Um, but the uh, other podcast with Rich Roll, the other person does deserve mention. He has a best-selling book. Um, but I'm, I can't remember his name, so I'm just going to uh, give credit to that. And the, the concept was is that, you know, your brain is, is just like a muscle or a body part. And they were... Uh, comparing it to exercise and they did a great analogy he said you don't have to go tell a farmer to sign up for a Spartan race they already are having that need met in their life just by their normal living of farming you know it's people in cubicles that need Spartan races and and so that, that was the physical analogy but the brain analogy is you know if you are feeding your brain the things you wanted to work on and the challenges you wanted to have in the areas you wanted to grow in and giving it the resources to be able to do that your brain is going to be very happy working on those things cuz that's what it's designed to do however if we move into a comfortable world of having things think for us do things for us um, and have our lives get easy to the point that um, we don't have those challenges that our brains have to face they'll create their own challenges because they need them to grow and the brain is going to grow um, whether we decide it does or not it's just the survival mechanism of the brain so it will start to uh, create its own problems and you know that's clearly true that we see with anybody you know it's No matter how much somebody has or how little somebody has, you know, if they don't feel that they're working on something of value, um, it's hard to find the happiness they're looking for, even if they get what they want. So uh, just jump off there with whatever you feel comes to you. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that that I thought about um, was how, you know, obviously we don't have any context. We can read it in history, um, you know, about 
the way we used to live our lives. Um, but not that long ago, not that many generations ago, the the world was a lot harder than it is today. And harder meaning that there were, you know, we, we lived as a species, depending on whether you listen to science or, or you know, uh, different faiths, regardless of that debate, um, thousands of years. We all can agree that it's been thousands of years that humans have been on this planet. And only for about 100 of those in the most recent have we not really been in a fight or flight mode the majority of our life. Um, to get our food, not, to work our yeah. land, to clean, you know, to, to whatever, Literally, to build our not, house. Not just... Not yeah, yeah, yeah we're not these... talking comforts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not talking, oh my gosh, I don't have Wi-Fi connection at my hotel right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm talking about the fact that you could go outside and be worried about, you know, getting killed for some possession you own or some, you know, it, it was literally that type of life not that long ago. And and so as a species, and all species have that fight or flight, we're, we are biologically programmed to be that way. And, and here's and, an interesting, I want you to, I want you to continue, but the vision that came to my mind is when somebody pulled up on horse at your ranch, those guys didn't come to the door with baked bread. They came to the door with a rifle. <laughs> that's right. Cause they didn't, they didn't know who these people were. <laughs> right. And, and, and we look at it like it's some hokey, you know, when you see it in the movies, like look at this hokey guy with a gun. No, literally they, they didn't know who these people were. Yeah. They might have to shoot these people and, and protect their families and protect their land and property and all that stuff. And then, and, and we are um, biologically still wired to be that way. And, and to your point, then if we don't and we don't put ourselves in those environments, which isn't a bad thing, we're, we're going to evolve and adapt as a species to, to you know, to uh, and we that's really what's happening anyway, regardless of whether we're conscious of it or not, is we are putting ourselves in these fight or flight, you know, manufactured fight or flight things that aren't truly fight or flight. We, how many conversations you have with people that are like, oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, this is this isn't going to happen if this, you know, if my son doesn't do this or my my kid doesn't do that or, you know, it's like when you think about it, OK, that's if they don't get the, you know, the, the football scholarship, who cares? Like that's And, and the funny thing is, if anybody says they're having their worst day, I guess 80 percent of the time you could probably assume that they're not because people that are having their worst day look crushed. People right. that have lost somebody, people, people aren't saying, oh, man, I'm having such a bad day when somebody just passed or right. a tragedy happens. So probably what they say after that is, is kind and I'm in, nobody is excluded from this. Um, it, we're, we're, we're living in a, in a pretty interesting place. But the good news is, is that our brain doesn't need a farm and cattle to be interested. It just right. needs something. Right. And that's what you have to feed it. And then, then it becomes the what are you feeding it? You know, and, and, and why are you feeding it that, right? So we can get into, well, I'm feeding it, like I, I mentioned before, you know, if you're sitting there in front, of, in front of a, you know, television screen, the majority of the time when you need to feed your brain, you have to understand that there's going to be consequences for that and under, wonder why, well, I wonder why I have, because I'm, I'm just sitting around feeding it noise and not doing it things like feeding it um you know hormones in my body because i yeah and even, and even if and even um, if you're out and, being active even if you've just accomplished your greatest achievement or you've had your greatest failure how long are you gonna rest on either of those to the point that your brain has to find something else when you should be already be putting that next thing into it that's why you know that that next comment 
is so important because your greatest high was the process. You know, your, your great, your greatest right, low right. was the learning experience. But now what? You know, you know, now what right. challenge are you going to harness all that into to set the next course for your brain to chew on? And, you know, the funny thing is, is a week ago, we were talking about how the unconscious mind you put, you know, all the things we're doing is just giving the unconscious mind resources to go to work while we're sleeping, working, doing whatever we're doing. Well, and, and I think that uh, going into the the idea of what are you feeding your brain i I mean uh, my question to you and i'll I'll answer it for myself is what are the things that you feed your brain that you're happy that you feed your Mm. brain and what are the things uh that you're feeding your brain right now that you need to stop feeding and so for me i know that the one thing i um i find not just joy and and pleasure in but also it does help me i purposely listen to certain music at certain times of the day uh, as it relates to certain um meeting expectations or uh, things that I know I need to have the right mindset for. The one thing I feed it is music that puts me in a positive Mm. mindset. And, you know, so I, I don't want to listen to any aggressive rock music or aggressive hip hop music. I want to listen to relaxing, positive. I listen to a lot of, you know, Bob Marley, reggae, like, but mostly even within that, I like the spirit songs that he writes in those moments because that's much more of a, at least that's, I get much more of a positive um, mindset of, you know, I guess I'm feeding it that positive mindset to set myself up for whatever, you know. And, and you I'm don't just trip on these things. I mean, you've experienced music long no. enough to, to, right. to do your own study on what you need. I think so many people, when they hear a new concept, they want to jump into where they were at in the past or where somebody else is at. Instead of just realizing that no matter who you talk to, no matter what they have, it started with trying different things, seeing how it responded to their day, seeing what situations. Right. It, it's all still takes, you know, a little bit of individuality and work to get there because, you know, you've listened to hundreds of different songs and had them in hundreds of different situations. And, you know, sometimes when you look retrospectively, you start to see how you put the pieces together to, to create you know, those environments and thoughts and emotions to create and have the person show up that you want to show up in situations. And I, and I think if I answer the other half of that, you know, what, what do I need to eliminate, um, you know, as it relates to feeding my brain? And this is much more of a literal a chemical ingestion is, you know, is just there's, there's really when you think about it, you, you know, there's not a lot of upside to, to alcohol as it relates to your brain. I mean, it relates to your body, period. Um, and so, you know, everybody comes up with the reasons why we should or we can or we, it's justified or red wine is <laughs> bad for you or whatever we do, we do um, you know, to believe that. And for me personally, I, I know that I would be in much more of a positive mindset um, and, a, and feed my brain healthier, literally, if I uh, eliminated that altogether, quite honestly, but uh, not just a little bit here or a little bit there, but... Uh, but all together. So those are the, the those are the things that I, I'm going to continue to do and I'm focus on eliminating. So what about you? Uh, for me, I guess there's I guess I was starting to think of it. I had a little more time while you were talking, you know, to almost think of it as different legs. You know, so I have a spiritual leg I feed. I have a, a educational leg, I guess you would call it about learning and knowledge. Um, a, and then I also have the physical leg. And, you know, I I think, you know, people talk about the brain body connection 
And I think of them, you know, a lot more connected than even using the word and in between them, you know, brain and body. Or, uh, I almost see it as one and the same because I access, I think, my brain the greatest um, through physical activity. And anytime I do um, read spiritual or education or different things or if I'm on a bike or something, it, it, it seems to supercharge all those things just because. I think that puts you, you know, in a great state of learning and openness and um, the ability to receive the information. And I don't know if have it go deeper is a is an actual scientific thing, but um, have a greater impact for me. So those are the three areas that I try to uh, feed consistently with, you know, the core, you know, the core things, you know, the 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 kindness, the goodness, the love, the you know, the the who you are, not what you do type of stuff that we're always talking about. And then the the uh, not sure. um, feeding yourself, you know, I, I guess every once in a while, I'm just vulnerable to everything I'm doing is silly. You know, <laughs> everything I'm doing doesn't make sense. Not doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, what's the use type of thing? And, um, you know, fortunately, I'm, I'm sure. um, I guess there's times where I'm not as fortunate with it. But, um, you know, my last most recent episode um was short-lived and i just called it out as a lie and, and just and just i killed it by denying it attention you know so so you know even though i had that i tried to fill as much positive right. as i could and you know feed have as much attention go to the spiritual physical and educational and then i did as much as i could to deny um any of those sound bites in my head Yeah, I and I think that really uh, what I have kind of thought more about in this conversation is just um, really being much more aware and trying to be conscious of how much it is that we do um, feed our brain uh, information, feed our brain, you know, um, food, uh, you know, chemicals, like I said, and, and making sure that we're aware of that um we're happy with that, those choices. And if we're not, then what are we doing to alter them and, uh, you know, maximizing and utilizing the things that work, uh, eliminating the things that, um, you know, are getting in the way of you having a healthier, uh, brain to give you a healthier outcome to. All right. So the, uh, you know, the, the thing that I always recommend is, is start thinking about how to plan this additional and, uh, or additional subtraction of these things, in reverse. So what do you want to achieve specifically? Okay. I want to be, you know, whatever those, that goal is, I want to be, um, attach it to something. And then, and then what are the things that you, that it requires you to do to add and or delete, um, in your day to be able to achieve those goals. And I know that's general, that's a a general structure. I, I get it of how to sort of goal set, but, um, but I don't think enough people do that. It's almost like they work in this order of, well, if I uh, and it, it, once the action takes place, it does have an order. But uh, the my suggestion is is to identify what it is that you want the outcome to be, and then find out what it is that you need to do along the way from a feeding your brain perspective, um, positive and and eliminating to get close to, to kind of point you in that direction, if you will. Um, but I, yeah, and and to start being a listener of your thoughts, right, and. and and, and honest. And yet you have to you have to look in the mirror and be accountable. I, uh, you know, there was some situations this week where that became really the kind of the word 
to take away was it's okay if you make mistakes. It's okay if you, if you stumble, but, but be accountable for it and just say, okay, well then what do I need to do differently to make those changes to, to, uh, to create environments and situations that allow for me to have a more positive outcome. And in this case, we're talking about as it relates to the brain, brain health, uh, what we want, positive thoughts. And so, you know, and that, that, that requires um, some time to either say to yourself, okay, you know, that self-awareness topic we talk about a lot, which is where are you at with that and how does that apply to, in this case, the brain? Yeah. What are you thinking and why are you thinking it? It's a real simple exercise, you know? 